The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, for all back on Coast to Coast, we bring in Brian Ciano, a.k.a. Mafia, to talk about this incredible card. 281, the UFC at the world's most famous tomorrow night in the Big Apple, right here where we are in New York City. What a lineup, Moff. I got to tell you, you know I love the style, Bender, getting involved against Pereira. Let's break it all down, starting with that heavy. Yeah, Scott, you know, usually all these fights in New York City, whether it be Brooklyn or out in Jersey or the Garden, I'm usually there. But now with an eight-month-old, it's going to wake up at 6 a.m., getting home at 2 a.m. isn't exactly the most appetizing thing. So I'll be watching at home just like the rest of you. ESPN pay-per-view, 10 o'clock Eastern, from the world's most famous arena. And you've, you've seen a lot of great fights, a lot of great games. I'll see a lot of great concerts there. So i got a musical theme going with these picks today. So first up, as you said, the last Dollabender versus Alex Perea. You know, this is a, a grudge match for these guys because Perea and, and him fought. In kickboxing, pro kickboxing, both with long kickboxing careers, Perea beat him twice. The first time a lot of people thought was a controversial decision, should have went the way of the last stylebender. Second time left nothing up to chance, knocked the guy out in the third round. So everyone's saying, oh, well, this guy knocked him out. He's beat him. You know, he's the only one who can beat him. He's going to beat him. Long kickboxing career, great record. But, you know, in the, the vein of Metallica, so what? I don't care if you beat him in kickboxing. You've only had three fights in the UFC, and it's completely different here. And the style bender doesn't get dragged in by these guys that like to talk the smack, that have the all oh, well, you know, this is the next guy up against him. That's what we heard against Costa, that this was the guy that was going to beat him, the undefeated Costa. Yeah, and what do he do with that Macy's balloon? Send him packing with a knockout. You know, Yoel Romero, he wasn't scared of that guy either. He's not afraid to, you know, stay on the outside, pick his spots, or just take you down and smother you against, like he did against Vittori. I think that's what he's going to do against Perea. I know he, you know, has respect for this guy, that he knocked him out. He has that power. I think he's just going to outweigh him, outsmother him with some wrestling, take him to the ground. I'm taking him to win. Minus 225, I'm taking him to win by decision at plus 125. Then you also have the strawweight title, you know, another double title fight. For this one, it's Esparza versus Zhang Weilei. Everybody's on Weilei. She is better in just about every facet of the game, right? She's exciting. She gets all these, you know, knockouts. She's a strike artist. But in the vein of the who, won't get fooled again for me because Esparza, I constantly bet against her. She's boring. She wants to drag you down and wrestle you and grab you and just smother you on the ground. But she keeps winning. She's won her last six fights, 10 and 4 in her UFC career. Three of those wins in the last six by split decision. So she doesn't care if you're going to be a boring fight. She doesn't care if you're going to boo her. She's going to drag you down and just lay on you for five rounds until she gets that decision. We saw that boring fight that she won the belt off of Doug Rose. I think she's going to try to do the same thing here. I like her as the upset here, plus 275 here. But you know what? If you want to take the, if you don't like that, you like Weile, you don't want to take the chance with the underdog here, then go over three and a half rounds on minus three, uh, minus 150, I'm sorry, or that it goes a distance at plus 100, because I think that it's going to go a long time with the wrestling of Esparza, the cookie monster, making this drag out. Then we have Dustin Diamond Poirier versus Michael Chandler. He's going to shine bright like a diamond on this one at lightweight. Of course, we're going with Poirier. Chandler's awesome. He's got good knockout powder. He's got good wrestling. Dustin Diamond Poirier is better. All around, this guy has you know more more crazy striking. We've seen all the stuff he did against Conor McGregor, the leg kicks, the punches. This guy's more dangerous on the feet. 
This guy is more dangerous on the ground while Chandler has wrestling. I think Poirier's grappling game is much better, much more dangerous, much more aggressive. I like him to win this fight. And I think either way, you want to play it safe, I think we're going knockout. Both these guys like to throw down. Chandler's chin might be a little more suspect at this point in his career, 36 years old. So minus 150 for it to end by KO, TKO, or DQ. And then, of course, Frankie Edgar's fighting. And this one, I guess it's uh, a little uh, Neil Young. Better to burn out than to fade away because they did not do him any favors Get him Chris Gutierrez. This guy is on a tear right now. Five of his last seven. Uh, six and 0 and one, I'm sorry, in the UFC. Five of the last seven is what Frankie Edgar's lost. So he is not on and go down on a high note here. I think they gave him a tough matchup instead of giving him maybe someone like a, a Cruz or another older guy that's kind of long in the tooth. They give him this young kid that's winning fights left and right. I think uh, Gutierrez minus 225. Good to throw in your parlays there. Wow. So Frankie's going to go out uh, with an L. Uh, that's incredible. I think Michael Chandler's the most dangerous guy Poirier's fought, no? No. I mean, this is a guy who's fought Khabib. This is a guy who's fought, you know, uh, of course, Oliveira. He's fought the best in that division. He's been one of the best in that division. Chandler's very dangerous. He has that knockout power. But we also saw that he can get, you know, knocked out too. He had Oliveira beat dead to rights. He had him wobbling. And then what happens? Oliveira comes back and knocks him out. So I think with all the fights and all the battles that he's gone through, the chin might be a little suspect at times, although he did go all five with Gastu, just got outpointed in that one. Molly McCann, is she fighting as well? The meatball is fighting on this one, coming over. You know, they talked about her and Patty Pimlet. Pimlet said, I'm not fighting there. They take too many taxes out. McCann's on there. She's a big underdog in this one, though, uh, against Aaron Bl Bl uh, Blanchfield. But then also on the uh, prelims, you also have a good one with Reyes and Spawn. Reyes, you know, was a guy who was a title contender. Now he's lost a bunch of fights in a row. Spawn's a good wrestler, a grappler. Came in a little overweight, but might be a live dog there at uh, plus 180. Volkanovsky, what's he promising now? He's promising the fight will happen against Magachev. The sign, you know, contracts have not been done. People, you know, acting like he's ducking them. He's like, no, I'm fighting them. In fact, he's talking about, I think he's having like four to 8,000 calories a day to put on the weight to get up to lightweight. Obviously, that 10 pounds, he's got to increase. So he said, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to, you know, take my time and get up there like I should. Is it true that McGregor's up to 265 pounds? I don't think he's that big. He looks like he's, you know, ballooned up, but obviously uh, a lot bigger. There's a you know, rumor going around that he's going to be fighting against Oliveira next, uh, I think, the summer. They're talking about it at 170. So that's what the rumors are now, that he's going to be coming back in the summer after all his movie stuff and slimming down a little bit from that big physique. But he's going to be fighting Oliveira at 170. All right, Mavi, it should be good tomorrow night at the Garden, 281. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, don't forget, you can place a single first basket score bet on any NBA game up to $25 risk-free. 
visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. And I mean, that is just fantastic. I'm getting like first basket score bets, 25 bucks risk free. That is just awesome. Big ticket. Thank you. What could be better than that Carver high? All right, let's look at the rest of these college football games. Yeah, last one for you. We got a lot to do here before you talk to Kaplan. Saturday night, uh, Washington, Oregon. Good one in the Pac-12. Seems like a lot of points to be giving Penix, uh, even though they're at Otson. You've got Kansas State and Baylor in Waco. North Carolina, Wake Forest, 76 and a half, the big total of the weekend. And Florida State visits the Dome this weekend, laying seven to Syracuse, who has not been the same since that loss to Clemson. Yeah, I mean, that's real dangerous, that bet. To give them seven at the Dome against Florida State, I think that's going to be a closer game than that. <clears throat> Look, North Carolina and Wake don't play any defense, so anything's possible with that uh, total going over the rainbow. And I know it's a revenge game. Joe Lisi talked about it with us. Hartman at home, they've lost a couple games. I'll tell you what, though, North Carolina's uh, able to score. That's all I know. I like May, and I think it might be too many points in my book. Baylor, I like at home over K-State. The game that I'm interested in is Washington. I like the Huskies because Mike Penix, as you mentioned, he throws for 375 yards every week. He's one of the best in the country. He's one of the most productive in the country. I like the over in that game as well, and I'll take that 13-piece. Uh, May has been very good for North Carolina. Of course, he's he can't come out this year. He's got to come back another year. He's going to have a lot of juice going into next year, Scotty, uh, for the Heisman, et cetera, uh, with North Carolina with the year that he has had this year. And, of course, there are a lot of other college football games on Saturday, and any that you like will be able to find on ForellOnTheBench.com. I mean, that seems like the place we're going to go tomorrow. Uh, if you want to get involved in any of these other games, we didn't get to talk about. So that's where they are. Yeah, and we'll have Mafia's uh, fight picks on there as well. So just go there and check it out. You'll dig it. You can go on that free ride. We got a little free ride over there. First hit's free. Uh, let's. We got to get through the NHL, the NBA, the college rack. Let's go. There's only one NHL game from last night I want to bring up with you. And that was Eichel playing the villain in Buffalo last night. Giving one of these, putting up hat tricks. I mean, he was loving every minute of him of it. Good for him. I thought it was awesome last night. I, and well, and the, I mean, Vegas never loses either. Vegas yeah. never loses. They've been good. How about the last goal from the length of the ice? He put it between like five legs. Uh, the length of the ice and it goes in. I mean, you talk about a facial. They booed him all night every time he touched the puck. Oh. What a screw you moment as Eichel goes back to shovel out the Buffalo and puts in three against him. He is exciting. He is healthy. He's had his surgeries. He is a lethal hockey player. He's got all the talent in the world. And I think he's made the difference and a healthy Mark Stone. And that they have, we talked about it yesterday, the other day with Denny. The fact that their third line is better than most teams' first line is why the Vegas Golden Knights right now look like a deep playoff run team. They certainly do. All right, couple games tonight. The Penguins are in Toronto against the Leafs, uh, Scotty. Leafs minus one fifty. Penguins plus a buck twenty-five uh, tonight. They lost seven in a row and then finally uh, showed up against the Capitals. I got burned on that game. I am not believing in that Penguin team on the road in Toronto tonight with Austin Matthews, Tavares, and company. I like the Leafs. Uh, also tonight, Tampa Bay is in D.C. against the Caps. We have the Sharks and the Stars in Dallas. Minnesota still on that West Coast trip. They've been hitting all the entire coast. Now they go up to Seattle where they face the Kraken tonight. Well, I think Tampa's come back down to earth from their uh, three Stanley Cup finals runs. They just don't look good to me, but they're better than the Capitals. The Capitals looked like crap the other night against the Penguins. They were totally out of sorts, so I kind of like Tampa. I didn't bet on it, but I did bet on Dallas. I laid a goal and a half. I think the Sharks are terrible. Dallas at home, they usually win by two or three goals when they play at home against everybody. They've had one bad game in three weeks, and that was against the Jets the other night at Perillapeg. And I like the Kraken. They've won five in a row. Even money I got them at this morning to beat the Wild in Seattle. Nice. I like it. All right, NBA, only thing I'll get to you before we get to tonight's games. It sounds like Kyrie's going to play with him on this road trip. 
Uh, it sounds like, you know, they're in Los Angeles Sunday. I think Sacra Tomato on Tuesday, something like that. It sounds like, uh, you know, there's skepticism, whatever the deal, uh, that he's going to rejoin the Nets at some point over the next week. I don't care. Good. Denver is in Boston tonight to take on the Celtics. Let's start there. Minus four and a half for the Celtics. I just think this game's going to be fantastic. Uh, this is not a four and a half point game. This is a one point game. This is an overtime game. This is going to be a fantastic game tonight in Boston. That's all there is to it. I don't want to touch it based on how nervous it makes me uh, with these two heavies going at each other with that number. If I had to, I would take the Nuggets and the points and be in the game. The Suns are in Orlando tonight. Seven and a half point road favorites against the Young Magic. Yeah, I don't see that being a problem for the Suns, to be honest with you. Uh, across the street at the Garden, the Pistons are in town. Knicks are laying eight and a half. I don't know if I want to lay eight and a half with the Knicks against anybody. Even though they've been, they're a better team at home, I get that. But I don't know if I want to lay eight and a half with the Knicks against anybody. Look, I, I saw them shoot 50% the other night, and then they shoot 20% against the Nets. It was so ugly. But I think tonight uh, they go back to the Garden and get it right and light up the Pistons and blow them out. The Raptors are in OKC against the Thunder. Raptors road favorites minus four and a half. I mean, this is a real sticky game. I, I don't deny Toronto's better than they are, but the Thunder are in every single game they play with Shea Gilgis. I like the uh, Thunder with the points in the peak. Milwaukee is in San Antonio tonight. A couple of things here, obviously. No Giannis again. No Holiday again for the Bucks. Spurs minus one and a half because of that. Yeah, I like the Spurs to win this game because no one's playing for the Bucs. Uh, nobody is playing, They and they needed everything that they could possibly do to beat the Thunder in two overtimes the other night. Uh, like Spurs I said. a little bit better than the Thunder. Minnesota in Memphis, minus four and a half for the Grizz. This is my favorite game tonight. It's uh, Memphis at home on Beale Street. The way they played this year and the way I saw the Knicks just spank the Timberwolves, I mean, they look like they are completely a mess and out of sorts. They don't play well with Cat on the floor. They don't play well with Gobert. Gobert wasn't playing in the Nick game. Uh, Edwards, it looks like he's been eating at Burger King too much. Uh, he looks uninterested, to say the least. He's not doing anything where he used to dominate games, score 30, go to the hole, throw it down. He's just standing around on the wings, letting everybody else do the work. I love the Grizzlies at home tonight. The Cavaliers have lost a couple games in a row, including that ugly one in Sacramento the other night. Now they're at the chase in San Francisco. Warriors are rolling everybody out tonight. Nobody's sitting. Minus two and a half for the Dubs. I'm taking it. I'm going with the Cavs tonight in the chase oh. in San Francisco to beat the Warriors outright. I think the Cavs are playing way better basketball than the Warriors. The Warriors got their rings. They got their fourth chip. They just don't even care. Paycheck game. Might be the, f might be the first time uh, since the Chris Webber days that the Kings are favored in Los Angeles against the Lakers tonight, Scotty. Sacramento, tomato, minus four and a half, no LeBron for the Lakers. Well, first of all, the Lakers uh, smell like landfill trash, and yes. the Kings actually have an exciting young team with all kinds of guys that can fill it up. Herders playing on that team now. They score, they move the ball, Barnes, uh, Fox. I like the Kings to go into crypto and roll the Lakers. Wow, there you go. That's tonight's NBA. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. 
Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider, and every Friday on a pain fee for all vision style, he does a double shot with us like he was at the bar lining up cocktails. It is unbelievable. The Thursday night fallout, uh, Mariota struggles. Will Arthur Smith stick with him or go to Desmond Ritter like the fans are clamoring for? Well, you, you hit that right, the latter part of it. The, the fans were all over Mariota last night on social media. There's no question about it. But, you know, talking to coaches, when they when they have this so-called mini-buy after the Thursday night game, you've got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then the, the players typically come in on Monday morning for a late practice. It gives you a chance to actually look at the situation and see what's going on. Mariota obviously did not play well. In fact, Arthur Smith Farrell was asked after the game if he considered benching him, and he said no, he did not. And he wanted to deflect the blame off Mariota, talk about the entire football team. He's done that kind of every time that Mariota struggled. But this was bad. This is a very winnable game. I get the conditions were bad. It did rain like we talked about it would virtually the whole game. It, it was tough to throw the football. But here's the problem. When Kyle Pitts is running wide open, when you throw it over his head, just time after time or throwing it uh, to his knees or his ankle instead of to his chest or his hands where it's supposed to go it becomes an issue. And their passing game, look, it's been challenged all year. We know they're a low-volume passing team. They want to run the football. That's what Arthur Smith wants. Mariota throughout his career is not a guy that you want throwing the football a lot. Everybody knows this. But the fact of the matter is, we've got a kid in Desmond Ritter. You and I haven't talked about him in a while. Uh, their third-round pick out of Cincinnati. He's a better thrower. I know there are issues in college, I'm told, with accuracy. I, I get that. But their season can be saved here. It's not like they're out of anything. If the Bucs, Pharrell, somehow lose to the Seahawks in Germany on Sunday, guess what? We've got a two-way tie at two teams at four and six in the NFC South. The Arthur Smith has to do what's best for the football team here. He's got to take a hard look at Desmond Ritter and versus Marcus Mariota and what's better for his football team going forward. So, look, th- these next three days, I think Arthur Smith has got to look at this situation very seriously. Uh, I agree with you. I think he's delusional. I mean, I think the guy is very angry. Uh, He blames everything on the media. It's like he's insulted by people's questions about why his quarterback sucks. And it's like he's so mad that I don't think he's seeing things clearly. He has been taken away by, I think, his frustration with dealing with the press, which, I mean... Let's face it, Atlanta ain't New York, okay? It's a little bit candy ass down there in terms of let's not (laughs) act like they're getting savages like Philadelphia, Boston, or New York. It's Atlanta. I lived there three times. I'm right. But he acts like he's in New York getting abused by 50 microphones every time he opens up a door. And I think it's clouding his judgment. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say this. I've noticed when listening to him speak, or reading the transcripts, he's very argumentative with their local media there. There are only a couple of beat writers who cover the team. There's a lot of TV press there, some radio. But as you know, being in that market, there are not a lot of newspapers left. So it's it's kind of interesting because last year they're kind of overachieved at 7 and 10. Most people thought they'd be around there, maybe a little bit less. And that's kind of where they're headed to, seven or eight wins. But who knew that the division would be this bad, the worst in the National Football League? And they've got a real shot here. And the thing, though, with Ritter is, you don't have to feel like you have to hide him where you can't throw the football. Ritter's got a better arm. You could probably give him a little bit more volume in the pass game if they make the change. 
with with Mariota, I get he's also part of the run game, and he's a guy who was a former second pick overall in 2015. But he's not the same quarterback that he once was when Smith was with the Titans when they're both together there. And he's got to come to grips with that. He like he's got. I know he doesn't like these questions. You're absolutely right. He's pretty negative with their their media there. But it's a legitimate question. And I know, I know he likes to deflect blame for the quarterback and hand it to everyone else. They couldn't run the ball, by the way, to save their life. Their bread and butter is running the football. They couldn't run it well at all against Carolina. But, man, this thing is still up for grabs, that division. And they've got to get better play out of the quarterback position. Yeah, but I, I got to tell you, frankly, and, and you're right, that if the Bucs lose, which I anticipate they will, I think Seattle's better than the Bucs, hands down. And they're going to yep. find out the hard way in Munich. But I'm telling you, even if they're still tied for first, that is not a playoff team that I watched last night. They're terrible. No doubt. In fact, if, if you talk to people who have looked at both teams, the Falcons have the better talent on offense, but they didn't play like it. And, you, you know, you, you keep putting a, a poor pass a game out like that in a league that's about passing. Right. This is, this to me, is a 1990s offense. They have the capability with Kyle Pitts. A, a high first-round pick last year. Drake London, a first-round pick at wide receiver this year. Zacchaeus was a good, very good underrated wide receiver. Their offensive line's good enough. There, there are no more excuses here. Their pass game's got to be better. And, and then to finish this off, Arthur Smith needs to do the right thing here and look at this very, very hard going forward. Let, let me just say one last thing. When, the first drive of the night, it's third and 11. And he drops back and throws it to his H-back for minus two yards at his feet. And the guy catches the ball down by his ankles and gets raked and they gain not one foot. And I'm, and I'm sitting there, I, I was sitting there by myself and I yelled out and my dog looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, what kind of moron play call is that when you, it's third and 11 and you throw it minus one yard behind the, you drop back the pass and he throws it what, literally minus one yard. It was behind the line of scrimmage. How awful are their play calling? I mean, Christ, you can't throw it six, seven yards and try to get a first down. The first play, you're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go out. We're going to throw the ball minus one yard, and we're going to punt. That's our game plan. I think Art Smith's an idiot. I really do, and his coaching staff, what are you doing? Here's the thing. So as you you and I watched the game last night, he should have had three picks, Mariota. He had the one, and then he forced two where he threw it across his body. The, one should was dropped. The other one should have been picked. That's the problem. Now, you, you could put it on Arthur Smith all you want, but at some point, the quarterback's got to do a better job, and that, that's the point here. And no matter what he says to the media, you got to do better as, as a head coach and figure out how this is going to work going forward because Ritter also could be the future of the quarterback position. And by the way, Mariota signed for one more season, but there's no fully guaranteed money next year, so they could walk away from this contract if they need to. I mean, why did you draft him? Why did you draft him if you're never going to play him? All right, Bills, Vikings, what's the intel going into oh, yeah. Orchard Park? This is this is obviously the game of, of the week because you got the only game where two teams have a winning record above 500 here. So let, let's start before we get to – before we just kind of look at both teams here. This, as, as someone close to the situation told me, this is a good situation that they're playing the Vikings, not like a bad team because – you need to get yourself back to playing great football. They did not play well last week. I know they blew 11 and a half, uh, 11 point lead to the Jets, but overall they were not crisp. And playing a team like the Vikings, are going for seven wins in a row here. This, this to me is a good thing uh, for the Bills. I know they're playing at home. It might rain a little bit in that game. The weather doesn't look great. But I think it's actually a good thing, as one person said, who I really respect. It's probably good that they're playing a good team and not trying to roll over a bad team where you can't really barometer where you're at here. Uh, so now here's the situation. Let's get, let's get to the Bills first, and we'll get to the Vikings. So, Josh Allen did a little bit of work on Friday. And as you know, Pharrell, Friday practices when you have a Sunday game are very light. They're usually less than an hour. You don't do a whole lot. It's stronger than a walkthrough, but it's not a normal practice for Thursday. It's a heavy practice day. They've got tomorrow's walkthrough. The Bills have to see how Josh Allen reacted to whatever work he did today. We're going to talk more about this on the, the Pro Football Today show on Sunday morning. But I could tell you, looking at, at that injury, He's got to be able to show that he could do everything, or Case Keenum will be the starter. Case Keenum is one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. And how how ironic would it be he could face the team that he he commanded, the 27, 2017 championship game against Philly. And he had a magical year. By the way, he got a monster contract from the Broncos because of that year in 2017. So Case Keenum, and give the Bills credit, they only gave up a seventh-round pick to trade for him. 
who knew that this would be so valuable, but it, it certainly is. So, but, but the other thing though, with the bills here is you cannot underestimate the defensive injuries. So they've got a bunch of them. Greg Rousseau, one of their starting DNs is out with a high ankle sprain. Jordan Poirier, we talked about him last yesterday. He's not going to play with the elbow injury. Now both of their starting safeties are out. As you know, Micah Hyde's out for the season with neck surgery. Kyer Elam has been an outstanding rookie corner. Uh, he's not expected to play with his ankle injury. Now, Tredavious White, last week was his first week practicing since last November. So the hope is here, he didn't play last week, but they activated him off IR, that he'll be able to play on Sunday and give him good snaps against a Viking team, Pharrell. That'll play a lot of 11 personnel. They're going to spread it out. And how about TJ Hawkinson, who was phenomenal in his debut, caught all nine targets. But the good news for the Bills is, their linebacker, Matt Milano, who's the guy who will cover Hawkinson. He's the guy that covers tight ends. He's one of the best in the National Football League. He's back from his oblique injury, and they did they did miss him a little bit last week. But the fact of the matter is the Bills have a lot of injuries. The only concerns for the Vikings here are Dalvin Tomlinson, who will not play second straight week. He's a defensive tackle, was good against the run. And Cam Dancer, one of their starting corners, not going to play with an ankle injury. Rookie Caleb Evans, who's the fourth runner, will fill in. So that's a little bit of a concern. Uh, going against Stefan Diggs, a, another former Viking. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. But all eyes, all eyes over the next 48 hours are going to be on what happens with Josh Allen. If he doesn't play, what will that line look like? Because Pharrell, right now, the Bills are still minus three and a half. It hasn't moved as much as people thought it would. Yeah, they're not. He's not playing. Uh, let's just uh, cut all this BS out. You know he's not playing. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, I think Milano's good. There's no denying it. I think Hawkinson is bigger and better. I think he's going to have a problem with that big monster on Sunday. And I'll tell you what, the Vikings fully locked and loaded and healthy against this mass unit. Don't tell me they don't have a shot in Buffalo to beat them. No, I like, listen, I like them outright, quite frankly. I think the Vikings will win this game. They've shown they can win at home on the road. You know, typical for when you've got a new coach staff, they don't do this well on the road, but they've been great. And that was a great comeback win last week at Washington. When we come back, uh, Adam is going to dive into the Cowboys game at Lambeau Field and the Charger Niners Sunday Nighter and all the other games on the board, including my Steelers against the Saints, where the Steelers play in Pittsburgh. It's coast to coast on a pain-free Friday with Cap. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Make sure you join us for a Coast to Coast Special Edition show on November 21st, a week from Monday, coming up, as we extend the show to four hours and go crazy with the U.S.'s first game in the World Cup against Wales in Qatar. That's 2 to 6 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. to 3 Pacific. On November 21st, it's a Monday, 
It's a coast-to-coast World Cup special with Carver High and Pharrell in studio in Pharrelladale down the Jersey show. So we'll be good to go. We're talking to Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, who has a massive uh, interest in soccer. He bets on the Philadelphia Union repetitively on a weekly basis, and he loves betting on World Cup games with teams and players he's never heard of. That's when you know you have a problem. But we're talking pain day football with him right now, and there's a big game at Lambeau Field with the Cowboys and the hapless Packers. And you know the number's four and a half. I say the Cowboys go in and teach them a lesson the hard way. You and I are in agreement here. Look, it, it's I, when you look at it, the only issue, and quite frankly, I don't think it's a big issue whether he plays or not, Ezekiel Elliott is, is questionable to play. He's got an MCL sprain. Now, he's got a significant sprain. This is not a grade one here. Uh, he did. This is the first week back from practicing. They, they think he's going to be able to go, but how much he could go is the question. But Tony Pollard's the star of the running back position. He's in the final year of his rookie deal coming out of Memphis. I remember talking to the coaches at the Memphis program. This is the guy they didn't really talk a lot about. He's more of a changeup, but he's super explosive with a ball in his hands. He's he's headed for a career high in carries and yardage. And and, and you look at Elliott Farrell. He's got three years left on his deal, but here, here's the thing. There's no fully guaranteed money left in his contract after the season. The Cowboys have all the leverage here. He's got to do a better job. He's clearly a fading player. He's not the same player he once was. But Tony Pollard right now looks like the guy there. I mean, he is so explosive. Now, the only problem with Pollard is, and this is a fact, it's an issue to give him a ton of carries. He's just not built like like Zeke is. They're a decent one-two punch. But the fact of the matter is when you look at the Cowboys, you compare the Packers situation with the Packers in a second, the Cowboys are super healthy. The only guy that they're concerned about is, is, is Elliott playing. But for the Packers, it's unbelievable. Now, look, we could talk all, all we want about how bad their offense has been. It's been pitiful of late. Romeo Dobbs won't play with his, with his high ankle sprain. Devondre Campbell, their star inside linebacker. Coming over from Atlanta, he's been an absolute star. Rashawn Gary, the best pass rusher. Torn ACL done for the season. Eric Stokes, one of their starting corner, corners. He's probably going to miss the rest of the season with ankle and knee injuries. It, how do you possibly win with all these players missing? It's they're bet, Look, they're bad enough as it is as a football team that you take these players out or starters and really good football players. It's going to be hard. It's just, uh, it, it's going to be very, very difficult. You and I are in agreement here. They're minus four and a half. The Cowboys are against a super beat up team. In fact, they're one of the most beat up teams in the national football league right now. And things are so bad that at wide receiver for Dobbs, you're going to see Sammy Watkins, who, you know, has been hurt since he was drafted 2014 by the bills and Samari Toure, who's a seventh rounder. So they're they're in major trouble here. Yeah, there's it's hard to imagine they can compete here. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't see. I'm not saying he's in a progression. He's just struggling like we've not seen in his career, and he doesn't have much help. And by the way, his offensive line's banged up too. Good luck, Packers, on Sunday. So, do you think he's slipping, or is it just because they have trash around him? They don't have enough talent there. In fact, though they clearly tried to acquire talent, they weren't going to give up. They weren't going to give up a lot of draft capital for it. You know, historically, they, they're not very active at the trade deadline. They're the one of the teams that usually doesn't do anything. Or if they do something, it's nothing major. So that's what we just had happen. They, they didn't really do anything other than make some calls and take some calls. So it's here's the thing, though. They're still alive for a wild card spot because the NFC is so bad comparatively to the AFC. But to even get a record that would be 9-8 and eight for all it would have to take a major turnaround, and I don't see it with the lack of talent around Aaron Rodgers this season, particularly at the wide receiver position. What kind of hit has this been on Matt LaFleur? Because I know he's not getting good grades this season for all of the talk of him being a genius. I guess that's out the window. Well, here's the thing with Matt LaFleur, one of the best regular season coaches in NFL history. He's been great at it, and when he gets to the playoffs, not as good. You and I talked about this when they lost to the Niners. Uh, but the bottom line is, now he's challenged, okay? Now he's challenged. How do you manufacture offense? And even the running game, they've got two really good backs. And by the way, Aaron Jones will play with his injury. They can't even get the running game going. It's been an absolute disaster. No one saw this. And the Vikings are absolutely running away with the NFC North. The only question is, can the Packers turn this around and push for a wild card? Right now, it doesn't look that way. There's a lot of season left. We've got a 17-game season, but... They are really hard to watch. And when is the last time you said that about the Packers? Well, I'm enjoying it, to be honest with you. Chargers <laughs> and Niners at uh, Stonewash Jeans in Santa Clara on Sunday night. A big fat seven piece going Los Angeles's way. 
Uh, I have my uh, druthers about whether or not they can handle it, though, with uh, Allen out, Williams out. Uh, can the backups handle that game on the road against the tough Niners with uh, Christian McCaffrey and et cetera? Yeah, first of all, you know, the Niners coming off their bye. They come in really healthy. If you recall, Debo Samuel did not play with, with his hamstring injury. He only missed one game. He'll play this week. And that's good because they have not had McCaffrey for a full game with Samuel. And I cannot wait to see what they do against a Charger team that's beat up, particularly on offense. So Mike Williams won't play with his high ankle sprain. Keenan Allen not expected to play with his hamstring injury. Even their kicker, Dustin Hopkins, with the right hamstring injury, he's been out for a while, not expected to play. And what they're going to do at receiver, once again, it's going to be Josh Palmer, who was terrific, had a career game last week in the win. Without him, they had no chance to beat the Falcons. That was a good win for them. DeAndre Carter has been a journeyman with a lot of teams. He's been mostly a kick and punt returner, but he's been a receiver this season. He'll start opposite Palmer. And Cameron Dicker, the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week for Week 9, will fill in again for Hopkins. Dicker the Kicker, which is his nickname. He has had game-winning kicks, not only for the Chargers last week, but also for the Eagles early, earlier this season, filling in for Jake Elliott. What a story he's been. I give the Chargers credit. As much as we criticize this team, they, they're finding ways to win close games. This should be a fun one, but that is too high of a number at seven points. The Chargers play close games. I, I would My line would have been four and a half or five, but I know what happens. When teams come off of a bye, more often than not, they win coming out, and they're usually a lot better than they were before the bye. Well, I mean, the Chargers are five and three, so you can slice it any way you want, the pizza, but it still tastes good when you got a winning record. Yeah, no doubt. And by the way, the Niners are going to make a run here. I'm telling you, they're going to make a run. They're, they're going to push the Seahawks or like the Jets, the shock of the National Football League. You, you saw what they did last year in the second half when they made that run when no one thought they'd make the playoffs. They're right. going to do it this time, and they're a lot healthier than they were earlier this season. Let's talk about the Steelers and Saints. Uh, do you believe, we talked earlier about Kenny Pickett, that we think he's going to have uh, his best day against this team they're playing because – the Saints are as bad as the Steelers. Yeah, and I got to tell you, when you, you look at the Steelers situation, I know Matt Cannon is still their offense coordinator, much of the chagrin of the Steelers fans because they're on them. But here's the thing. They don't have to rely on Chase Claypool, who was his guy at wide receiver. You got George Pickens, who's been phenomenal. Deontay Johnson's got to get the ball more. The, the, the criticism that teams have played the Steelers have told me when they're watching their tape, he makes Canada's, he makes it too hard for the guys to get open. Scheme him open. Do a better job of doing that. But the good news here on defense is T.J. Watt's going to play. They're going to activate him by tomorrow's 4 p.m. deadline. And they need him because they need pass rushers in the worst way. That'll really help them. That'll help their struggling secondary. But let's get back to offense on Pickett. I like that they had their bye. I know Pickett had some critical words for his teammates after their bad loss to the Steelers, to, uh, to the Eagles in Philly. Pittsburgh has got to figure out a way to move the ball downfield. And Pickett is a gunslinger. See, Pharrell, you can't hide this guy. you got to drive the football downfield. And he's fearless. This is one of the special things about him. If you're a Steeler fan, watch this guy throw. Watch him be aggressive. And he's got some real good talent. Frymouth back at tight end. They will win this game. And the Saints, i got to tell you, this is another team. If you rank your, your top five disappointments of the season, it would be the, the the Saints defense. I don't know what has happened with Dennis Allen, the head coach. Yes, their de their defense a couple games ago did well. They were terrible against the Ravens. And let's call it like it is. They've been one of the biggest disappointments this season. I, I, I agree. I think your Steelers win this game. Listen, I think Dennis Allen was terrible with the Raiders, and he's worse with the Saints. I just don't think he's a good coach. That's all there is to it. Let me say this. If I'm going to give up a season to let this kid fill out you know what I mean? Like, like really learn the ropes and, and learn the hard way and throw some picks and lose some games and test him. Uh, this is fine with me. The season's over. They're not going anywhere. They're done. Let Pickett run hard the rest of the season. And I guarantee you it's going to pay off next year. And in the year after that, he's only going to get better. This kid can flat out play. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, and they're going to get Calvin Austin back next year. He'll be their slot receiver. They're loaded, by the way, on offense with skill position players. What they have to do, and I think this is going to happen, Jalen Warren, the undrafted free agent running back at Oklahoma State, look for him to be a bigger part of their offense. He's not taking Najee Harris's job, to be clear, but they need his explosiveness and juice out of the backfield. Harris has just not gotten it done. Where's the big-time versatility that we saw last year? I'm a little bit surprised by that. But Warren, that's a great job of scouting, by the way, by the Steelers. Watch him get on the field a little bit more going forward. When coaches self-scout, 
it's not hard to see this. Warren's got to get on the field, and they got, and I'm with you. You and I are seeing Pickett the same way. Let him go, throw the football, become more of a running, excuse me, a passing offense with mixing in the run in because it's not working with Najee Harris as their starting running back. How does Jeff Saturday do in Vegas with the Colts in his first game? You know, it's funny because they have a they have a new play caller, a guy who's never called plays before in his life, who's actually never been a position coach. So it's hard to get tape of that because you don't know what to expect, that there's going to be input from his position coaches and and the quarterback coach. But the fact of the matter is they're going against a, a Raider team that's banged up beyond belief. Oh, by the way, Shaq Leonard's probably going to be done for the season uh, with Jeez. multiple injuries for star linebacker. So that's a problem. But – I'm looking forward to see what Jeff Saturday does because here's the one thing. You can debate whether he should have gotten the job or not because he wasn't working for the team in terms of as a coach. But he's a smart guy who's got unbelievable command. Frank Reich didn't lose the team, but he could not motivate the football team, and that was a problem. He was losing it. He's slipping a little bit. I'm so interested to see what happens here because the Raiders are a bad football team, and the Colts have a real shot here if they can find any semblance of a passing game against a bad Raider secondary. Does Tua light up the Browns, and does Mahomes light up the Jags? Let's go to Tua, yes, because the Browns secondary, and they're going to get Denzel Ward back, their top corner. He had not played well before his injuries. They'll have no problem against the Browns. And and watch, just watch the magic that Tua has with his two top receivers. And by the way, not a lot of downfield passing. It's run after the catch. It's He's got the best average uh, run after the catch yards by any quarterback in the National Football League. Why? He's got the two fastest receivers. Uh, And then, yeah, look, I don't see this as a letdown. I know they threw the ball 68 times. They won't have to do that this week against the Jaguars. The Jaguars have a lot of talent, but they're very, very young. No, the Chiefs will win that game by more than 10 points. What about the uh, Bears-Lions game at Soldier Field? Who do you like there? Yeah, look for DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, their star running back, to play more than he has. Now, they've been going with Jamal Williams, the, the Lions have, as their main ball carrier. But Justin Fields, I know you beat him up a little bit. He's playing better, but he's got to throw the ball more. they got to let him actually throw the ball more than 30 times against one of the worst secondaries in football. Uh, look, by the way, if the Bears win this game, they're absolutely alive in the NFC for a wild card spot. Uh, does Tannehill and the Titans handle their business at home against Denver? Yeah, Vizanka will let him, but you know they're going to run the heck out of it. I'll tell you what, though. Denver's another team. They have a great defense. Russell Wilson played a little bit better before the bye against the Jaguars, but, yeah, the, the Titans will win this game. He can hand the ball off all day to Henry, and he can exactly. still play action and throw better than Malik Willis. That's all there is to it. Cap, yeah. enjoy the games. Great stuff. Great week. Great job on the grid. My man. You got it, my man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24 7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
All right, for all the finish time, don't forget to catch uh, in-game live all access Saturday 12 to 4 with uh, Joe Ranieri and I, Sunday 1 to 4 with Marenzi and I, uh, both days, football, college and pro. It's awesome. Check it out on SportsGrid. Uh, Michael Porter's hotel room, the Nugget, uh, was robbed, money, Louis Vuitton bags all stolen, not good. Giselle secretly buys an $11.5 million mansion. Right opposite the uh, waterway from Tom Brady, so she can look across the water to see who he's sleeping with. Woman caught carrying boyfriend's ashes inside a sex toy. A woman pleads guilty after smacking a neighbor with a 10 pound meat stick at the Walmart. I would have paid to see that. Some chick slapping somebody with a meat stick. I don't even know what that is, it just sounds violent. Georgia teen allegedly killed his grandfather and then attacked the cops. They said he had. Herculean strength. <laughs> Detroit man wanted for kidnapping his ex's dog and torturing it on video, streaming it live. Not good. More than 3 million middle and high school students reported using tobacco in 22. Ex-Playboy model signs a plea deal and the beating death of a psychiatrist found in a car trunk. She said over and over she didn't do it and just kept saying, I'm not guilty, but she did uh, a plea deal of second-degree murder. Her and her lover killed the shrink. That's all there is to it. Student arrested for egging King Charles says he's banned from possessing eggs in public. What a shame. Texas woman sentenced to death for killing a pregnant woman. Our buddy on the radio in New York on CBS, Mraz, cabled himself on the air the other day with a massive... <laughs> explosion in his pants. Man arrested after allegedly yanking his chain on a JetBlue flight from JFK to Detroit. We just can't have this on the flight. Kentucky woman gets 20 years for unleashing her pit bull on a man and killing him. Warren Beatty accused of coercing a teen girl into allegedly having sex with him in 1973. Is there a statue of relations on that? I don't know. GTD is next. Catch everything action-wise Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at FarrellOnEvents.com. I'll see you tomorrow on NBA Live. Have a great weekend. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.